0: Welcome to the Hope for the Weary Christian Woman podcast, the go-to podcast for the Christian woman walking through suffering and hard times. I am so glad that you're here. Do you want a relationship with God that's deep, real, and intimate? Do you wish that you could fully trust God's plans and process and rely on him through all things and believe all of his promises? Well, take a deep breath. I got you. This is a show for the Christian woman who is struggling, To trust God fully because life is so stinking hard. And maybe, like me, you felt like there's no hope, no way out, and no point in even praying about it anymore. I want you to know that as long as God is on the throne, it's not time to throw in the towel. You can find strength, peace, and hope in a closer relationship with God when everything in your life seems to be going wrong. How do I know that? Because I've done it. Hey there, I am Latoya Edwards. I am your Christian spiritual growth mindset and life coach and a proud single mom of four boys. And over the last two decades, I have walked through more suffering and trials than I could ever tell you. In fact, there was a time when I was sure that God had forgotten all about me. He didn't. I was just weary from all the hard stuff, but I've come through it all with a fearless faith and a closer relationship with him. And if that sounds like something you need to, you are in the right place. I can't wait. To help you find renewed faith, a peace filled mind, and restored hope. Let's get started. So, we are going to look at why number two um, that we often think when we're walking through hard times, and that is God doesn't care enough about me to make things better. This is a big one that I struggled with in the past, and here's why. It was a season in my life where things were really, really bad, and they proceeded to get worse. It seemed like every week, every month, every day, sometimes there was something, a new crisis or a new event in an ongoing crisis that kept coming and coming and coming. And I couldn't catch my breath and I couldn't see a way out and I couldn't see hope or anything like that. And I began to tell myself, well, man, like God must not care about me because if he did, instead of things getting progressively worse over the last five years, they would get better. And it took me a while, but I finally realized that that just simply isn't the truth. And so I wanna look at this lie and how that affects us. So at the root, this really challenges your belief about God because you're saying that God doesn't care about you. And that's not true. So we're going to look at a passage of scripture um, in a minute that's going to help us learn the truth um, so we can use that to come back to slide. And then I'm gonna talk to you about three ways um, that I've seen this show up like practically speaking. So um, one of my favorite verses is in Isaiah. I love the book of Isaiah. So in chapter 43, verse two, it says this, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. And this is so encouraging to me because what I hear in these words is God promising to be with me when hard times come. So in scripture, there's symbolism often. So water, fire, a lot of times these represent troubles, hard times, a crisis of some sort. So in this verse, we're seeing like, when you pass through the waters, when you go through something hard, here's all the things that God is promising. Number one, he's saying he's going to be with you. And he's saying that you're not gonna be like overwhelmed by the water, right? Russian water can like take you out, you might drown, you know, and all those things. So he's promising that what would naturally occur with this rushing water is not going to happen to you. You're going to go through it and you're going to be fine. And then we hear walking through the fire, which is of course all consuming and deadly. It says, you're not gonna be burned, right? And the flames will not set you ablaze. So basically what this passage is promising us is that when we walk through hard times, God is going to be with us. And because he's with us, we are not going to suffer like the natural consequences of whatever it is that we're walking through. That's why we're not going to be washed away. We're not going to be burned. We're not going to smell like smoke. We're not going to be covered in ash. We're not going to have any of those things happen to us because the Lord is with us. And this is the truth that I use to combat this thought of God doesn't care enough about me to make things better? Well, no, because in Isaiah, we just read that he promises to be with us and to keep us safe. The second part to this why is this pervasive this pervasive untruth that we often see in the church. And is this message that says that when you become a Christian, that life is easy, right? It's blessings, everything is good, nothing bad will ever happen to you. And when we walk through life with that belief, we are really thrown for a loop when life actually happens and things get hard. The Bible does not ever say that as a Christian, you are going to mosey on down easy street. It says the opposite, right? Jesus says, in this life, you will have troubles, but take heart because I have overcome the world. We are going to walk through hard times. We are going to suffer. We're going to face persecution in the name of the Lord. All of these things are given. But what's also a given is that we can overcome because of Christ in us and because he promises to be with us and walk us through those hard things. Now, when I was trying to think of a a story in the Bible that really exemplified this, I could not get away from the story of the fiery furnace. It's in Daniel chapter three. And this is the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They have been taken into captivity to Babylon. And King Nebuchadnezzar has this brilliant idea that he's going to make everybody bow down to the statue and worship. These three boys say, nope, we are gonna stand firm in our faith and firm in our conviction to only worship and bow down to the one true God. And Nebuchadnezzar goes, well, either do it or I'm gonna throw you in the furnace. And they say, well, furnace it is, right? And we know this story. They get thrown in, they're just fine. God gets all the glory. But here's the key thing that I want to look at. I wanna look at what they say to Nebuchadnezzar and then what Nebuchadnezzar says later on in the passage. So Daniel chapter three, When he says to these boys, listen, either you worship this statue, or I'm gonna kill you by throwing you into the fiery furnace, they say something that speaks to their faith and their trust in God. They say, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. So we look here in verses 16, 17 and 18, and basically they're like, listen, we serve God and he's going to save us. And even if he doesn't, we're still gonna serve God. And this speaks to just their level of trust and faith in the Lord that in the face of death, they were like, nope, we're still gonna do what God called us to do. And then as we go a couple of verses down, they're thrown in. And in fact, the king gets so mad Right, that they're challenging him. He hasn't turned the furnace up seven times. And it's so hot that the people that the soldiers that are throwing the boys into the furnace, they actually burn up and die themselves. But we know that these three boys don't die. In fact, we see in verse 24, Nebuchadnezzar kind of looks in and he goes, Hey, did we not cast three men bound into the fire? And they, his servants, answered and said to the king, Drew, king, and he answered and said, But I see four men unbound walking in the midst of the fire, and they're not hurt. And the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the God. When they're thrown into this fire, what happens? They're not burned, they're not harmed, they are just fine. This is exactly what we saw in Isaiah 43. This is the promise. When you go into the fire, you will be fine. Like they go inbound, they're like unbound, they're walking around, having a chat with Jesus, in the fire, probably praising the Lord, And when they come out, they're not burned, they don't smell like smoke, they're not covered in ashes, like they are, you would never know that they were in the fire. And in the end, right, the king is so, like, humbled in that moment by the power of God that he says, listen, all right, from now on, going forward, nobody says anything bad about those three boys God right? Isn't that wonderful? And so when it comes to us, we begin to think, well, God doesn't care enough about me to make anything better. Remember this story. Remember the fact that God did not keep them out of the furnace. They went in the furnace, but he kept, he was with them in the fire and he protected them through the fire and brought them out. And in the end, that event was able to display his power and his glory to a whole bunch of unbelieving people. And the same is true for us. Yes, life sucks sometimes. It's super, super, super hard, but God is still with you. And in the end, when you come out on the other side, it is going to be a powerful testimony that you can have that shows the glory of God. My entire ministry and business of women finding God is such a thing. So we're not literally being thrown into furnaces um, these days. So what does this look like? practically speaking. So what I see um, for people that are kind of struggling with this mindset of God doesn't care enough about me to make things better, I see three things. I see a struggle with unbelief. I see a struggle with waiting. And then I see um, that we just don't really know God. So unbelief, right? We may be in our word or been saved or been in the church for a really long time. And so we know a lot about God. We know that he's good. We know that he's a father. We know he's a shepherd. We know he's a provider. We know he's his healer but we don't believe that those things apply to us, right? So you might say something like, well, yeah, I know that God can heal um, because he healed so-and-so, but he's just not gonna do that for me, right? We don't believe that God's gonna do what he said he's going to do. The other thing is waiting, and this is my struggle. I am not a patient person. I don't like to wait. And I, I really, God, he takes too long sometimes, right? He takes longer than we think he should as if we know anything. But in this waiting, right, we take the delay or we take God's whatever timing he has in mind. And we say, well, he's not going to do anything because if he was, he would have done it already, which is not true. It could be a case of he is just setting things in motion so that it's easy when you get there. Um, so here's an example. Uh, there was a time when I was trying to flee my abusive relationship, and I needed a place to go, right? I needed a, a home for my boys and I had to go to, and I was desperate to get out of that situation that I was in, and it took a really long time for us to get out, um, right? Like, it took over a year, and it was hard, and it was miserable, and I was, like, whew, going through it, but when I finally found our place... It was so easy. I called, like it was a place that I hadn't even considered before. I called, they had one thing available, they had one unit available, and they already had a couple of applications in for that spot. So it, it didn't look like I was going to get it, but I went ahead and applied anyway. And it worked out so well. By the end of the day, everybody else that had applied for that apartment withdrew their application for some reason. My application was accepted. The apartment was actually on the list to get renovated and updated, um, which would have increased the rental price. But because of the day that I applied my application, I actually got an updated apartment at the old price, which was awesome. Um, And then like God worked out all of these details. So yes, was it hard um, for me to have to wait that year and plus to find this safe place to go to? Absolutely but it worked out. I had saved up enough money to go. I had enough money to qualify financially, like all of these things that lined up. And then it was like that. You would have never known that it took me a year plus to find a place. In the waiting, the challenge is to not try to fix things yourself, right? To not go, well, if God isn't gonna do it, I'm gonna do it because we make a mess of it. At least I do every single time. And so the third thing is knowing God. For a lot of us, we simply don't know God. We don't know what he will do or won't do because we don't know him. We haven't spent enough time in the word, learning about his character, learning about his nature, learning what his promises are to us. So when things get really, really hard, we have no hope because we don't have that foundation. And so truthfully speaking, the answer to all three of things, unbelief, not wanting to wait, and knowing God is to spend time in the word. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were able to stand there and say in the face of death, we still aren't going to do what you want us to do because they knew God. When we know God, then we trust him. And then it makes the waiting more bearable. I hope you were blessed and encouraged by today's episode. I pray it inspires you to draw closer to God. If so, would you stop and share this episode with someone that you know that's feeling weary right now? It would also be a huge blessing to me if you could leave a five-star rating and review in your podcast player. This will help women just like you find the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, sometimes life just plain sucks, but God is always there with you. Rest in that truth and find hope for your weary soul.